You're listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. Bridges is a house church movement meeting in homes all across Music City. To find a house church near you or to find other ways to support or get involved, go to BridgesNashville.com. Everybody, Pastor Adonis here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's message at Bridges Nashville. Always excited to be joining you guys online and in person, but thank you for tuning in for our online service today. Applaud you guys for being those faithful viewers and uh, those that are here in Nashville and Middle Tennessee, also our online family, those that continue to watch from around the world. Thank you for tuning in as well. You know, last week we talked about a good time versus a God time. And so I want to continue on with that today because I believe I'm talking to a group of people that you will choose that God time, that God moment where God's calling you to do something and you take that step of faith. And so the next phase of that, once we take the step of faith, I want to encourage all of you, tune in because the title of this message is, Don't Trouble Your Mind. That's right. Don't trouble your mind, okay? Go to the Word of God with me in Hebrews chapter 11, and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 8, this is where we find one of the heroes of faith, Abraham, and we all know the story. God spoke to him and said, you know, go home, leave your family. I'm going to pack up uh, and move away, Uh, get your wife, get everybody else, and let's move away to a land that I'm going to show you. And he said, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. So that's a, that's a huge conversation that he had to have. He's going home to tell his wife, hey, hey, honey, God, God told me to pack up. We need to leave everybody, and we need to move. Okay, honey, where are we going? I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> that's not a good conversation. But he acted in faith. And I love this because we catch up with him after that whole thing happened. We catch up with Abraham in Hebrews 11. Once again, he's recorded as one of the heroes of faith. But this is what it says in verse 8. It says, urged on by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and went forth to a place which he was destined to receive as an inheritance. And he went, although he did not know or trouble his mind about where he was to go. Let me read that one more time. He did not know or trouble his mind about where he was to go. So this is one of those, a good time versus a God time. Was it a good time for him to go home and say, hey, honey, pack up, put the house on the market. We're moving. Where are we going? I don't know. Okay, that was not a good time, but it was a God time. And I love that because he said he did not know or trouble his mind. Now take note, it didn't say the enemy didn't trouble his mind. It says he did not trouble his mind about where he was to go. And I I believe a lot of times when we take a step of faith and we're going after what God told us to do, uh, maybe it's something impossible. Maybe it's something that you know it's a God dream because you couldn't do it in your own strength. And when we're stepping out to do that thing, we have a tendency because we're human to trouble our mind. Yes, we do. We do. Let Let me break it down and make it very natural for you guys, okay? Have you ever (laughs) been feeling good about yourself and maybe you're on a journey, you're making a little progress and then you pick up this this little phone and you start scrolling through social media and all of a sudden you start looking at everybody else's picture perfect life and you compare their social media life to where you are. You're just growing. Now you're getting all depressed, and, and now you're starting to second-guess yourself. Man, why couldn't I be like them? God, how come you couldn't call me to do You have no idea of what's going on in their world. Nobody, nobody puts their worst on social media. 
Okay? This is just one example where we trouble our mind or we start trying to figure out how it's going to happen, how we're going to pay for it. Uh, you know, God, did you choose the right person to actually do this? And we trouble our mind. And I want to encourage all of you today, if that's you, listen, you've tuned in uh, for a message for such a time as this. I believe this is going to encourage you and bless you and empower you to stop troubling your mind when God's called you to take a step of faith and do something for his kingdom. Now, the first thing we got to do is go back and revisit. He did not trouble his mind. That means what are we doing that we're tripping our own selves up? Are we comparing ourselves to other people? Sometimes we are our worst critic when it comes to doing something for the kingdom. Are we being negative about ourselves? Are we having self-talk, but it's negative self-talk? Are we, are we pulling words out of thin air? Or are, we, or are we going to the word of God and speaking what God says about the situation? I'm telling you, that'll help you stop troubling your own mind, okay? Now, the first thing we got to do, we got to be aware of the mind monsters. What are mind monsters? Were those those, I call them those little, uh, little monsters that sit on your shoulder and they begin to talk negativity and doubt, unbelief to you. It begins to keep you up in the middle of the night. You're tossing and turning. And that mind monster whispers everything that can go negative, okay? We spend so much emotional energy thinking about what can go wrong. And I want to encourage you, instead of thinking about what can go wrong when God's called you to take a step of faith, start thinking about everything that can go right for you. Start seeing God uh, unfold the picture and put things in place for you. Let that energize you and motivate you to keep moving forward. So we got to identify those mind monsters, okay? Because their assignment is to take you off course. Their assignment is to ruin whatever it is that God has going on in your life. That's what a mind monster does. You know, very, very funny story. And I've shared this many, many times, but it's just one of those stories. Uh, that's my iconic story. If you know anything about me, I've got several iconic stories that I just share all the time. And so this is something that a mind monster visited me, sat on my shoulder, right smack dab in the middle of me and my wife's honeymoon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we were on our honeymoon. We went to St. Lucia. And my wife wakes up one day and she wants to go kayaking. And I'm like trying to convince her that's just a bad idea. We don't need to go kayaking. And, and we got all these other amenities we can, we can be doing here at the resort. And she's like, no, I want to go kayaking. I'll give you the abbreviated version because of time. But she goes, I want to go kayaking. And so finally, you know, we go back and forth. I'm getting mad. She's getting frustrated. And finally, I told her, you know, kayaking, you got to be out in the ocean. And finally, you know, I told her, I said, you know, if you know anything about me and my family, I'm in an interracial marriage. Uh, my wife is white. And I said, you know, I finally put my foot down. I said, I said babe, I said, you don't understand. I said, I said, my people, we don't go in the ocean, you know, and I, she goes, well, we're going kayaking. And it's not that I'm afraid of the ocean. I can swim. I don't like what's in the ocean. Sharks. So I'm like, I'm just having a bad day with the thought of going kayaking. So finally, she, she talks me into it or really makes me go down. And we go down uh, to the kayak hut and the guy's giving us instructions. And finally, we get in the kayak. She's in the front. I'm in the back. And she's just having this grand old beautiful time looking at all the nature. I'm sitting there. My heart's racing, beating out of my chest. And the mind monster sits on my shoulder and says, hey, Adonis, you know what's going to happen? I'm like, what? Now, the moment 
you give attention to the mind monster, he's got you. The moment he said, you know what's going to happen, I said what, that's when it all took place. I opened up my mind to the floodgates of the, the enemy, the mind monster, speaking all this negativity and doubt and this horrible thing that was going to happen. And my monster said, what's going to happen is you guys are going to go out and a shark is going to bump the kayak and you guys are going to fall into the ocean and the shark's going to eat your wife, but you're going to make it back because that's who you are. You're going to get back in the kayak. You're going to paddle back to shore, but they're going to blame you and say you killed your wife on the honeymoon. You're going to end up in prison for the rest of your life. What, what happened? That ruined my day. Almost. And finally, <laughs> I'm thinking... I am so mad because I'm going to be in prison. Now, I was on my honeymoon, but the mind monster convinced me that I was going to spend the rest of my life in a prison cell because my wife got eaten by a shark, and they blamed me for it, okay? So finally, I had to quit talking to that mind monster. I had to get my mind straight. I had to tell that mind monster to shut up. I had to remind him, no, listen, God put us together. We're on our honeymoon. I can get over this fear of sharks temporarily, but I can get over the fear of sharks but on my honeymoon, and I can enjoy the rest of my honeymoon. And I'm here to tell you today, we enjoyed the rest of our honeymoon because I quit listening to that mind monster. Now, that's a funny story, but how many times have something like that happened to you when a mind monster painted the worst picture ever of what was going to happen if you took a step of faith and actually did what God told you to do? Listen, that's the mind monster's job. But we got to quit listening to him. We got to overpower him. And we got to let the word of God sink into our minds and wash away the thoughts of the mind monster. So I want to share with you four mindsets that I believe everybody needs to have when you're on this journey of not troubling your mind. Okay, four mindsets, and we're going to wrap it all up. Uh, but mindset number one, and these are called mindsets for your moment. What is your moment? Your moment is when you take that step of faith, okay? The moment Abraham went home and told his wife, pack up, honey, we're moving. They took that step of faith. He had to have a strong mindset. That's why the Bible says he did not trouble his own mind. So mindset number one is simply the get going mindset. God has been waking you up in the middle of the night, showing you little glimpses of things that he was about to do in your life. And, and, and you, you hit the pause button. Uh, because you're trying to figure it all out, or you're, or you're letting the mind monster talk you out of it. And the, the best thing you can do is to get going. Have that mindset. Abraham went home and got going, got packing and got going, not even knowing where he was going. God hadn't even told him where he was going to take him. He just said, go. And I think that's a word for somebody today. Listen, you've been on the sidelines waiting for everything to be perfect. And God's telling you, you need to get going mindset. You know, one of my favorite quotes by Don Shula, he said, the start is what stops most people. And I think most people are stuck at start trying to figure it all out. And this is where you got to have that mindset. God speaks to you. Get going. Remember Hebrews 11, 8, it says urged on. He was urged on by faith. Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and went forth. God called him to go. He obeyed and went, urged on by faith. And I think some of you, you're, you're being urged on by the Holy Spirit that's prodding you, and, and he's not going to let you forget the next direction that you're supposed to walk into. This is where you got to have that get-going mindset. 
to go after what God's calling you. The second mindset is the no matter what mindset. Now, this is a big one right here because the moment you take a step of faith, that's when all hell breaks loose. That's when everything comes against you, and that's when things start breaking down at home, car breaks down, uh, financial troubles, whatever. The enemy's going to throw a lot of stuff your way, but you got to have that no matter what mindset, meaning no matter what happens, you're going to keep trusting God. You're going to keep focused on the things of God. You're going to stay in tune to what God has you. You're not going to let fear talk you out of it. And that's a big one right there because I believe when we take that step of faith, there's that fear that tries to talk us out of taking that step and that stands for God. You know, there's a familiar story in, in, in Daniel chapter 3 where the, the Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they were faced with a decision that they had to take a strong stance for God. You remember the story where King Nebuchadnezzar said, uh, I'm going to create this golden image, and whoever does not fall down and worship this image, when you hear the music, you're going to be cast into the fire. And these three Hebrew boys that stood for God, uh, they were prompted, I believe, by God to take that stance, and they did not let fear talk them out of it. In fact, we go to Daniel chapter 3. Uh, this is where the king is talking to them, trying to give them one more chance because he liked these boys. He said, hey, listen, I'm going to give you one more chance. If you just hear the music, fall down, everything's going to be well with you. I'm not, I'm not going to throw you in the fire. So he's actually like kind of trying to plead with them. Come on, boys, I really don't want to do this. I like you, so just, just bow down. But listen to what they say, Daniel chapter 3, verse 17. They said, if that is the case, O king, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Verse 18, I believe one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. It says, but if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the golden image which you have set up. Man, that is such a powerful, powerful scripture. They said, king, you've threatened to, to kill us. You've threatened to throw us into the fire. And they said, you know what? Listen. That's the case, our God's gonna uh, deliver us. But even if God doesn't, we're still not gonna worship the golden image that you've set up. Man, that is so powerful. They put their lives on the line to take a stance for God. And I believe God positions us in certain situations that we've got to take that stance, and we can't let fear talk us out of it. We can't let a threat talk us out of it. No matter what, we're gonna keep moving forward, okay? That's the second mindset. The third mindset, I love this one here is simply the get back up mindset. Now, I wish I could say the moment that you go after what God is calling you to do, that everything is going to be peaches and roses, and you're never going to have any setbacks or trials or tribulations. You're never going to uh, slip up, mess up. You're never going to fall down. I wish I could say that, but I can't, because reality is the moment you take that step and you go after what God's called you to do, that's when you are going to hit some low moments. You're going to get tired. You're going to get frustrated. Uh, things are going to knock you down, okay? Situations are going to sucker punch you and blindside you, things that you didn't even see coming. It's like, what in the world is going on? God, you told me to do this, and I'm, I'm trusting you, but why is all this happening? And you're going to find yourself one day flat on your back in the middle of a, what could uh, symbolic of a boxing ring where you've been in this match and you're going to find yourself on, a, on, the, on flat on the back, but that doesn't mean you can't get back up. I love the quote by Muhammad Ali, you know, the greatest, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. He said this, Muhammad Ali said, you don't lose if you get knocked down, 
He said, you lose if you stay down. And this, that's where I believe when we're in tune with God and we've got the Holy Spirit on our side, we can get back up. 2 Corinthians 4, 7, the Apostle Paul is talking. He says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Verse 9, persecuted, but not forsaken. We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. What is he saying? We're going, we can get back up. There's nothing that can take us out of the plan that God has as long as we stay connected to him. I'm telling you, that is a good word for somebody. Yes, things can knock you down, but you don't have to stay down. I believe the Holy Spirit is always there to pick you back up and to get you moving again on your path to your destiny. Man, that's a good word right there. That was mindset number three, the get back up mindset. And the fourth and final mindset, guys, once again, this is that no fear mindset, that no fear mindset. And this is where I think sometimes we can get it twisted and we think, well, I don't fear anything. No, we, we have fears. I've got fears. I've got, I've got fears, things that scare me. But you know what? We can let fear stop us or we can do it afraid. I'd rather do it afraid. The late great John Wayne said, courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. That means you can do it while you're afraid, but at least you're doing it. 2 Timothy 1.7, very familiar passage of scripture. And I believe this is the one that empowers us all. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Now, that was the amplified version, but I wanted to read that one because it goes to say that calm and well-balanced mind. What have we been talking about? Don't trouble your mind. God's given us a well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. That means we take authority over the thoughts that go through this mind. God's not given us that spirit of fear, so we can reject it. We don't, we don't have to let fear lead us and guide us. Even when we are scared or, or, or fearful of taking that step, do it anyway, knowing that, that you're going to push through that fear right into faith and onto your destiny of greatness. Okay, guys, listen, I hope this word encouraged you uh, as it encourages me all the time. I revisit this message often because I believe every day we need to be reminded that we serve an amazing God who has the best in store for us. And even when we hit some hard times, he's still there to walk us through it. He's still there to get us out of trouble. He's there to pick us back up off the ground when life has knocked us down. And we don't have to trouble this mind. We can just keep our mind on God. That's why the Bible says, think upon things that are pure, holy, lovely, good report. Keep your mind on the word of God and what God has to say about your situation. And I believe you will be just like Abraham. You can step out, not even knowing where you're going. What you, I'm not going to worry about the details. Let God worry about the details. You just be obedient. Take a step of faith and see what God has in store. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today at Bridges. I'm just so thrilled to be joining you guys online and just appreciative of, of all the, uh, uh, the prayer support that you guys give towards Bridges 
And we're just looking forward to our next season of what God has in store. So I want you to be mindful as well as we get ready on June 5th, next Sunday, June 5th, we're going to be relaunching Bridges. And what that simply means is we're going to be kicking off our new schedule where we're going to be uh, meeting more consistently on Sunday mornings. And uh, we're just excited for a day of celebration of prayer. And we're inviting our friends and families to come out and be with us live in person next Sunday, June 5th at 10 a.m. at Bridges Nashville at the Listening Room Cafe. If you don't have anything going on, you're not connected to a church family, come on out. Just hang out with us for that one day. We just want to have people in there to celebrate with us as we continue to talk about what's next for Bridges. Okay, guys, God bless you all. And we look forward to next Sunday for the relaunch of Bridges. Thanks for listening to the Bridges Nashville podcast. To stay up to date on everything going on at Bridges, you can find us online at facebook.com slash Bridges Nashville or at Bridges Nashville on Instagram.